0: we're back finally after like a month of being
1: away. (laughs) It is good to be back. Good to see you, Jenny. Yeah. Good to see you as well. Pretending like we didn't just talk earlier today. To be fair, we have seen each other, but you know, it's the spirit of the thing. It's been four
0: weeks. I think four weeks since we've recorded a podcast. We didn't really tell anybody they were taking four weeks off, but we also probably have like 10 fans right now and (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. For those
1: 10 of you. Um for the 10 yes. friends.
0: <laughs> I hope you're excited that we're back. I'm excited. I actually am. I'm excited to talk about the last four episodes, including the finale of Only Marys in the Building. Oh, yeah. It was a good time. I enjoyed watching it.
1: Yeah. Before <laughs> we dive in, let's talk about what we've been up to. I want to hear about your trip. Uh, yeah. So part of the reason for our hiatus was that I had a um, two-week trip planned to Norway, my boyfriend and I did, I'm saying this as though you don't know this already, but well, no one um, else knows
0: it. So yeah.
1: Hold on. Um, but yeah, so we got a really cheap flight to Bergen, which we realized we talked to the pilot on the way back. The reason it was so cheap is that they United airlines just recently started a direct flight from Newark to Bergen.
0: I think um, I actually saw the news story about like when they announced that now that you oh. say that I remember that being like a thing when I was excited about Because when I went to Norway, that was definitely my favorite part of Norway.
1: Yeah, it was great. And so we bought those tickets like months and months ago. And finally, last two weeks, we were there. We did like a full sort of like we spent a little bit of time in Bergen and then did a loop where we hiked and stayed in these amazing huts um, that the DNT, which is like their forestry sort of you can become a member if you hike a lot and they have a lot of information on the trails. And I think they maintain the trails as well, but they maintain these like really incredible huts. So you don't have to carry a tent up when you're hiking. Anyway, we did sort of like a half rustic half city Norway trip. And I miss the mountains and the fjords. Nice. Yeah. They had those
0: in Iceland too. Like when Matt and I did our Iceland trip along the like 36 mile route or whatever that we did, there were huts like that. You had to book them did you guys have to book
1: them like in advance so you can book but what the they guarantee everyone a uh, place like they don't want anyone out in the it oh. gets cold so they don't want anyone out just like freezing they have a bunch of extra cots but the actual beds themselves that are in like the rooms um that are nice are you can book up to half of them and then they leave the other half for walk-ups so if you don't have it reserved you just get there kind of early um And you have at least half of the beds reserved. And I mean, sorry, at least half of the beds are up for grabs. Hmm, And some of the huts uh, slept like 30 people or more. So definitely, yeah, definitely a lot of space. It's so
0: nice to not have to pack in your tent.
1: Yeah. And a lot of them, I think, I want to say a third of them had like pantries. So they would have goods that kept well. People can leave stuff people can leave stuff but also they're just like oh, well they stocked. stock it. Oh yeah, they said in the winter Different they bring Norway. all the supplies in um with snowmobile. <laughs> wow. So there's just like 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 ramen soup and like cans of beans, um tea, hot chocolate, just like a lot of stuff and you you just take uh what you want to use and then you write it down and pay and it's all kind of honor system, but it seems to work really well. It's they're really clean, really well kept. It's very cool. I wish there were more things like that in the U.S. I heard there was something. I mean, it's sort of like the um, I can't remember what they're called, but the Appalachian Trail huts. Or um, yeah,
0: there's one that I've been to, like in Virginia. Yeah, but I but, don't know that it's. I, I think it's a little different. I haven't been there. Yeah, they're not there, this elaborate. So not sure.
1: And then I heard from our mutual friend Mika. Shouts out Mika if she ever listens to this. um, That there are very similar ones in Colorado. So. If you oh. want to, yeah, maybe I, I can go know know to Colorado at some point. <laughs> I mean,
0: I've only done day hikes in Colorado, so I would not know, but that's, yeah, that's good to know. That's so interesting mm-hmm. too, because like I was saying in Iceland, when we went and we had to book them in advance, like when we were there, they're like the first hike, the first stop on the hike was the uh, elevation was super high. So mm-hmm. the weather was crazy, uh, I should yeah. say the weather was crazy and uh, crazy especially because it can get that way at the super high elevation, but it was like being inside a cloud. Like it was like sideways hail. Yeah. The visibility was terrible. It was freezing. It was horrible. And luckily we had booked this hut because while we were there and we got there like pretty early, uh, maybe like 1 PM or something. Like they were turning away everybody. Cause they were like, no, it's booked. Like we don't have any spots. And there's these people like just, I was like, are they going to freeze it up? Like oh It was gosh. crazy. I think yeah. the next one was like only eight miles away or something, but still, but still like still... by the time we got there, I was like, I can't walk another eight miles. Like it was a tough hike. And in that weather, you just want to be warm. <laughs> You're it was, just like, I just oh want to be dry be and dry. I yeah, was exactly. just drenched
1: and it was that crazy happened. because it wasn't
0: like raining. It was literally just like being in a cloud. I don't even know how to explain it.
1: No, that's exactly what happened in our first hike too. And we got to our hut and it was just like. There was a wood burning stove, and we hung everything up, and we were finally dry and warm, and it was lovely. Yeah, would recommend so Norway. I want to go to Iceland, though. I have not yet
0: been. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, the like a lot of the touristy stuff I think is like a little overrated, but the hike we did was so amazing, and mm. that's less known. Also, because you literally have to, you know, bring a <laughs> pad for three days or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, oh okay, yeah, right. also you
0: have to plan it in advance.
1: Yeah. Carter, um, my boyfriend did a lot of the hiking planning and he wound up choosing, I feel like he has a knack for choosing not as well-known routes. And we ran across a couple of Norwegians, um, as we were hiking and they would try to talk to us in Norwegian and we would be like, ah, sorry, we <laughs> like, speak English. And they're like, where are you (laughs) They're like how did you find yeah exactly (laughs) truly exactly that when we told them they were from we were from the U.S. they were like how are you here like how do you know about this trail no one is uh and Carter felt pretty proud of himself and I was like this is very cool like I'm yeah I'm glad to be on this on this local trail up in the mountains yeah Yeah. anyway so that was a blast
0: very fun and were you guys in Bergen the whole time or did you go to Oslo at all
1: no not oslo i was in oslo once before um but oh, for this... a choir no this was uh when i was living in germany i just went for uh, uh, that makes sense a weekend so that was the time were there for i don't know somewhere yeah, in europe, europe for choir in high school russia austria hungary <laughs> <laughs> someplace all the places Those places, it's not just not our way <laughs> yeah but no Oslo's just, like just a city i feel like that's what i kind of remember be in any city yeah Bergen was super cute I would live there in an instant so cute. so it's it's like 20 minutes away wherever you live you're 20 minutes away from mountains from just like a random hike Uh, and it's beautiful and you're also on water it's got everything I feel like
0: it's like if Boston's okay what's the one neighborhood in Boston that has like the really cute old streets
1: there's like the one
0: street that like everybody takes pictures on. It's like, Oh, Beacon Hill probably. Yeah. 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 Beacon Hill. So it's like, I feel like Bergen is like if Beacon Hill met Boulder, Colorado, like you can always see the (laughs) mountains, but it's also like, yeah. The cute little like realm type vibe.
1: It's totally like those two things meshed together. Yeah. The house is so cute. And, uh, the, okay. The one thing that I found a little annoying was that none of the cafes open until like 10 a.m. which just I people need coffee before then if I lived there I would obviously find a way like I would make my own coffee at home in the morning but as a tourist I was a little like please It was like
0: at in Iceland too and like restaurants closed at like 6 p.m. like the whole thing was very weird yeah not being it's not a built-up like tourist place
1: yeah and if you're like if you are just learning that as you get there is a little jarring
0: but i know i remember when i was in bergen there were like two restaurants that were open like the one night
1: that we were trying to find a place to eat there's like no sunday i had to probably carter yeah Yeah. i was like everything shuts down on sunday we need to get food yeah like it was definitely like notable how odd
0: like not just nothing was open we had to go to like the city square or whatever great place
1: well i did nothing nearly that exciting or did you at least watch TV? I was gonna say my. I feel like the <laughs> worst we part off. of my trip was that I did not watch. Maybe worst at best is uh, that I fell behind on watching TV for our discussions. <laughs> but uh, well, it was I nice to have a break. Know.
0: I feel like there hasn't been a lot of new stuff. Like a bunch of stuff came out at the end of July. What is it? The end mm. of August now, and so I've just been like finishing those series. Like what? if you don't mind me. No, they were like six, to six shows. Me. It was crazy. It was like, they all came out like on July 28th. Uh, the resort was one oh, of them. Yeah. And actually that's probably one of my favorite shows of the whole year. Like I've been every Ooh. Thursday, I'm like dying to watch the new episode of the resort. So damn, like I'm... strong pitch for like getting Peacock <laughs> or like letting me give you my login. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, which I've already given to a lot of people, so I don't know where they start to cap it. But I'm really trying to convince everybody to watch this. It's Me, please. so good. Yeah, no, I'll send it to you. Uh, and then I don't know. And then less good ones like Pretty Little Liars. I watched the rest. Oh, did you of... finish that? I'm annoyed because
1: Aww, I could was... have told you that.
0: <laughs> no, if it... <sighs> I know the thing is, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it was just that I felt like it had a lot of promise, and then it sort of like squandered it. And ended on like a weird uh a well, weird resolution. And I can't say a lot more in case people are watching it, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. It just was like a bit of a letdown. I felt like it really had a lot more potential than it lived up to. So that was sad. Um so sorry. What else? She Hulk came out. I know you won't watch that, but I s- actually think you might like it. I told That's you I would.
1: Movie. I told you I would check it out. Um, I felt like awesome. that was
0: like a maybe but it's, <laughs> it's a comedy. Like, yes, it's Marvel, but it's, oh my gosh, for me as a person who likes comedy, like I'm just loving this. Like it's so fun. How, it's such a fun is it a show. comedy?
1: Is it like a 30 minutes or is it an hour? Yeah.
0: Long? It's like, it's actually it's oh, just nice. a 30 minute. It's Marvel's like first 30 minute series. Like it's a true comedy. Like they made their first comedy. They're not even trying to make it like, huh. it's not a serious thing I that mean, fits yeah, into I'm, the MCU timeline. Like they're just having
1: fun. I'm already interested in seeing oh. what that looks like
0: it's so. good. It like it really like it made me laugh. Like the sec- first episode's a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. I was sort of like, oh, like we'll see. Uh, second episode like I laughed out loud like eight times. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just so fun. like <laughs> so recommend that. And then yeah. obviously I watched the first two episodes of House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. which I feel just like I- honestly like uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the world's worst <laughs> Game of Thrones fan. Because I was not really a Game of Thrones fan. So like, I, I watched <laughs> every episode. I watched literally every episode of Game of Thrones. So it's, then it's like, well, can I really say I didn't like it? Because why would you watch it
1: all if you didn't like it?
0: Uh, so I didn't I dislike mean,
1: it. it. It was in the zeitgeist. You know, you, no, it's hard, you hard to not
0: over uh, believe in me. You believe in me too much. <laughs> I would not watch a show that I like truly hated. It's just that it was, it's so serious. But my I, problem, so, the thing is, but it had interesting characters. And I think my problem so is House of the Dragon. Oh okay, no, sorry, okay. original. I think my problem with House of the Dragon so far is that it's so serious, and I don't mm-hmm. care about anyone yet. Yeah. Like, I don't care about any of these characters,
1: yeah. They're the like both the books and the first season of Game of Thrones. I mean the first couple of episodes they gave you people they gave you like a whole characterization of like a family to root for essentially um, before setting up anything else they basically were like here are some like villainy people and here are the good guys right away Um,
0: episode one you're like I'm team Stark I I see where this is going and like yes we were all wrong but like it it gave us something for a while to like.
1: Right. And with this one, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I feel like they're trying to make us, I mean, the two, I can't even remember their names at this point. Um, the two girls, the like princess person, whatever. Reneers. There we go. Uh, and then her, what ladies made, I don't know what the Allison, she's the Allison, Yes. Daughter. Look at yeah. me. I see you're paying attention. I'm a little stuff. like I was asleep um no me too <laughs> they are like somewhat they're like the the focus on their friendship in the first episode in particular I was like okay I get I guess we're supposed to like root for them and like them being happy but other than that it's just like uh I had forgotten how violent the original game of thrones mm, was and then I watched my this problem. yeah and then I was like whoa okay yep we're right back in it um, this it is worse I think too i don't know
0: maybe just like first episode comparison to first episode comparison this one had more maybe oh absolutely and i was like really struggling because of that that's just you know me i can't handle that but anyways uh we could talk about that for longer we are (laughs) planning to do a a podcast episode in the future about house of the dragon so we can we can cap it for now but the last one i was gonna say is i've been watching bad sisters just quick plug for that it's on apple tv it's Hmm. like this irish dark comedy it's really good actually i don't know anybody who's watching it and i'm enjoying it uh it is in currently my queue on apple tv but i have oh, not nice. yet started watching it yeah um, i think oh i think you might like it i don't know it's did you watch dead to me the netflix
1: show uh, from the a few years ago
0: i know one. i can't think of other names
1: right now the applegate christina applegate yeah. mm, oh is that right Wait, yeah. Christina Applegate. She's the blonde one. And then the one that was Velma slash. The lady who also... plays Velma. I know that's all I can think of was Velma. <laughs> I was like freaks <laughs> and <laughs> geeks. Oh, why can't it? Christina? So sorry no, to Velma. We just said that. Christina Applegate. No. I'm like Christina Applegate and. Oh, Christina... uh, Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Nice. There was a C in there. Um, had to get it eventually. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say tonally it was similar
0: to that, but it's its own thing. It's just like, it's a dark comedy. It's like a criminal mystery, but like funny.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Good stuff. I like Irish things. I like dark comedies.
0: I know. I think by the fact that it's Irish people alone, I was like Jenny should watch this. <laughs> I you don't know you actually you like say <laughs> films not in the U.S. <laughs> Even better,
1: Irish accents. Let's give Jenny a try. Um, I just that's not what you'd I like meant. it. I said the opposite uh, <laughs> of what I meant. <laughs> Let's have Jenny give this a Jenny try. Jenny give it a try.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, we will talk more about all of those TV shows in yeah. our newsletter and subsequent podcast episodes, but what we've all been waiting for, we can <laughs> now shift yeah. to only murders in the building. Oh, you, did you do you want to, you you do, like do, do you want to do one? I, Go I it. did. It's done. It's a, all <laughs> right. I feel like I talked over it. Our no, it's, it's viewers good. Viewers are missing out. All right. So we're going to do a little recap now of the last four episodes. It'll be a quick recap. Spoilers ahead. So skip, um, don't skip ahead if you haven't, haven't seen the episodes, but do come back after you've seen them. All right. In episode seven, we join Mabel and Theo as they try to track down Glitter Guy at Coney Island. They find him and retrieve Mabel's purse, but the incriminating matchbook is not there. In episode eight, the city is experiencing a blackout. Lucy is in Charles's apartment when she hears someone trying to break in. She climbs into the tunnels, and we see a man with a knife chasing after her, but Lucy manages to escape. In episode 9, Mabel identifies Detective Kreps as Glitter Guy, and the trio narrows in on Cinda Canning as their criminal mastermind. We also find out that Cinda's assistant, Poppy, is actually Becky, the supposed victim from Cinda's famous true crime podcast. In the finale, the trio has a grand plan to reveal who they know as Bunny's killer. They invite a bunch of Arconia residents to a killer reveal party where they plan to trick Cinda into confessing live on camera. Except Mabel then points the finger at Alice, saying that Alice killed Bunny for money, and Alice stabs Charles. Cinda consoles Mabel and says her investigative skills are so good that she should have her own podcast, which sets Poppy over the edge, and as she's unraveling, she starts to sneeze from Bunny's bird, and she accidentally says something that only the killer would know, further proving her guilt. We find out that the whole thing was a charade, Charles isn't dead, and everyone but Poppy was in on it. Poppy confesses and explains that she killed Bunny for podcast clout. We then fast forward a year and see Charles and Paul Rudd performing in a Broadway show together, but as the curtain goes up, Paul Rudd drops dead, thus setting up the murder for season three. What a great uh, recap, Jess. (laughs) Thank you, Jenny. So let's start with overall feelings about this season because I know we started off pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. hardcore negative, or at least like pretty decently negative. Yeah. Very neutral at best. I would say, I mean, I knew it was was going to be, I knew I was going to watch the whole thing, but I did not feel super good about the first two episodes. I really feel like the season turned itself around. Like I enjoyed this season as a whole,
1: my feelings. I feel like I'm picturing your feelings graphically like a little, slump, oh, like a chart, a like, turn- a, like a, oh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. pr-
0: kind of low and then pretty exactly. big,
1: steep hill up around, like, precisely like five. that.
0: Yeah, yeah mine yeah. feels
1: more like, uh, like a little, like, oh, there's a little, like, roller coaster and then there's some swirly bits and then it's like going oh. up and going down. And it, I'm not gonna say that I think that mm-hmm. it totally turned itself
0: around. Okay, okay. Where did you think it uh, ended? High note or low note?
1: Like, very middle. Okay. If we're on like a negative 10 to a positive 10 scale, where zero what is completely is neutral. What? Okay. What do you want? Like negative three to three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, zero to 10? No, because, so I wanna, because I want to, because I want to indicate my negative feelings. Oh, like very How, negative feelings. Okay. Right. Okay. So like negative 10 to positive 10, where I zero is I like, I have no feelings at all about this. I think okay. like I watched it, I felt nothing. Um, I feel like it ended at like a negative 0.5 for me. Oh, it's a negative 0.5 and I'll no, Okay. (sighs) (laughs) Now I can't tell if my rating. I don't even think I'm on the negative scale at any point. Yeah. I feel like that maybe Mr. Represents. That was just the last episode. Not like the whole, I feel like the whole season is in the positive for me because I watched it and I would tell other people with specific tastes to watch it, but I have qualms. I didn't love the resolution. I didn't love how many things it seemed like. My biggest pet peeve is when it feels like writers just sort of like forget something or just decide that it didn't happen. Or like Uh,
0: add stuff after the fact.
1: Retcon That is, that's my biggest pet peeve.
0: I wouldn't Um, say they like retconned anything. I think there was obvious stuff in the finale and we can get into this later, but like obvious stuff where I was like, oh, they like screened this episode. People were like, wait, what about this big glaring pothole? And then they like shoved in a little scene of like them talking (laughs) to supposedly clear that up.
1: Yeah. And that's annoying. Yeah. I don't usually mind it. I know that this is technically a comedy and I feel like I I mind it a little less in comedies, but because this is also so intricate in terms of being like a murder mystery, I feel like I mind it more. But anyway. Yeah, no,
0: I think that's my overall takeaway is like, the structure of the mystery itself could have been a lot better. And it was a lot better in the first season. Like it was strong in the first season, I thought. And I thought the way they wrapped it up was really strong. They did the whole like flashback Mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, the like perfect reveal of like, oh, we're going to show you. It's the like the usual suspects style. Like we're going to show you everything you just watched. But like with you knowing
1: what actually happened. Yeah, With the perspective you now
0: have. Yeah. And like, not only did they not do that in this finale, but like there were, if you tried to think about what that would have looked like, there were such obvious questions. So, but, but beyond that, what I mean by the structure of the mystery being less strong is like, even throughout, it was like, all right, we're talking about the painting now. And then I'm going to go three more episodes and never mention the painting ever again. And just like, it felt a little bit more haphazard than the first season, which I thought was pretty well constructed. It was just like, I don't know. I sort of felt like they were like losing the plot at times in this season. That being said, I think what this show is sort of taking a stance on is that like, especially because they're going to have more seasons, it's not about, it's not about the mystery and that's, yeah, that's probably going to be like upsetting to some people, but it's about the the characters Mm. and the tone, like the, the, like the trio and their relationship with each other. That's why people are watching this show and they know that, like, I think the showrunners like know that. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: ultimately that's going to be the thing that keeps getting the show renewed so as long as the show keeps being like funny and sort of like cozy, and everybody likes those three characters, then they care less about making like this perfect constructed mystery.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You hate that. <laughs> you're
0: no, I you're like- the person in the audience that I just stated that wouldn't like.
1: <laughs> that I they don't care less. hate it. Even I think a one iteration of what you just described i would really enjoy like they don't spend so much time on the mystery but that means it's like not not as convoluted as this one where there are just like weird twists and turns and things get left out but it's a little bit simpler and i think that would be good i think it doesn't need to be like all of these like (gasps) moments um I see what oh, you like, mean.
0: Yeah. Like, flesh out the characters more, give them their own storylines that aren't just about the murder, make the murder less mm-hmm. like, uh, and the like gaspy.
1: Yeah. The gaspy moments. That was, this is my problem. I feel like I said this maybe last time, but if it is supposed to be sort of like a cozy tone, I keep going back to clue because that's the only thing that I can sort of relate this to is clue, or at least that I think that they're, the writers are trying to achieve a little bit. And it goes sometimes into like very sentimental. In only murders and then into like very serious um and other times into completely goofy and it yeah i it's not it's not as cozy it just doesn't make as much sense to me i never i don't always know what i'm supposed to be feeling
0: that's fair i mean i don't i don't disagree with that like i said i think if they were going to try to make it more of like More of what I said it was, which was like a structurally unsound mystery about these characters. Mm -hmm. Like it's not really achieving that as much as it could be right now because it is focusing so much on the mystery and the other characters aren't really getting their own storylines. Like, right. And like very, very. The storylines are there just to be misdirects like Selena and. Uh, Cara Alice. Delevingne's relationship. Uh, Alice, thank you. I was going to call mm-hmm. her Cara Delevingne for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Like fine. Alice's relationship. And then that just being for the point of the mystery, basically. And then for the point of like the act in the finale.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, and I guess throughout, but like we're not actually exploring even like her trauma that they keep uh, sort of referencing that also has to be very much real. I mean, she saw her friend killed. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely... So much that character and so much trauma and so much that's <laughs> has to be like going on in her head, we don't see any of it. And they sort of like <laughs> reference it, you know, like here and there, but we don't really know anything about that character. Uh, you know what I mean? We don't know anything deep, like, and that yeah. is interesting. Like, they really We've could had, make like, this a to show to her about the three characters that, like, it's sort of like fall into a mystery, but because they've made it about them investigating the mystery. Yeah,
1: it's not quite that. It just feels messy. That's, that's I feel like the underlying, it's not as, yeah.
0: It is. I think they're <laughs> relying a lot on everybody just watching it for the actors that are like the,
1: the, the trio. Speaking of which, I had such a personal victory during, I think it was the finale. I think it took 10 full episodes. I was watching it with Carter, my boyfriend and uh, at, in one of the scenes toward the end he was like, you know, I think I'm coming around to it. I don't think Selena Gomez is a very good actor. She just kind of does the same thing in every scene. And I was like, you see?
0: I feel uh, more strongly about that the more I watch it. And it makes me sad because I think I really like Selena Gomez as a person based on what I, I, think I see on so TikTok, <laughs> which is actually just uh,
1: her I doing I know Selena like, personally. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: no, but really, and just like- her as a person in the way that she's portrayed herself to the world, which obviously might not really be her as a person. But anyways, I have no reason to dislike her. I just, I watch her acting and then I watch other shows and other actors. Well, even, okay. Martin short, like so good in this show. Yeah. I think he's my favorite. I mean, they're all like um, Steve Martin's good too. But Martin short. I think it's like exceptional. And then it Gomez just giving like the bare minimum. Like it strikes me as like when you first learn how to act and you, you know how, like, you you score, like, your script with, like, yeah. feelings. It's, it's <laughs> like she scores each page with, like, a single emotion. And then she just gives that emotion
1: for that emotion so
0: many lines of dialogue. Nothing. And you're like, oh, this isn't nuanced at all. Like, this portrayal is very flat. Mm-hmm. That's so snobby of me, I guess. But I just, I really don't understand the acting there.
1: It's just, yeah. No, it's not. I mean, I'm the one who... Keeps harping on it, so I don't feel like you can be called the snob here. No, but. I mean I'm
0: yes, but I'm fully on board without yeah. without feeling with that opinion. Yeah, which is
1: a bummer considering if we're watching the show for the, the three. I know,
0: three, three, and, three and it's like, years. well, I do like her, and I want, and I was excited when they announced that she was going to be in this. So, like, I get it. Like, people are definitely watching it for her. And to be fair, a lot of people disagree with us. I like, think there are people mm-hmm. that were like genuinely offended that she was not nominated for an Emmy. Oh, wow. To which I was like, how How <laughs> did we think she was going to be nominated? But like I said, some people really think that and feel that way. So it's it's not like everybody hates the acting, but I think a lot of people are like me, just sort of like happy that she's doing something again. I don't know. That's like, I don't mean that to sound like pitying. It's not pitying. Yeah, she sounds like a billion dollar company. I think yeah, I she say, but, she doing no, it's more just like, I like to see beauty? her and stuff. I think she's fun to watch. She's just not a very good <laughs> actress, maybe. I'm so sorry to- It's okay, people. we can move on. <laughs> I don't know, I just sort of have this like feeling like, you know, what if Selena ever listened to this and I would have to explain that I really love her so much and I am sorry that I-
1: <laughs> Selena, we really like her. your show, Only Murders in the Building a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Jenny doesn't though.
0: Yeah, let's just- Yeah, sorry, I can't. know for sure that she'd never watch this and we can move on. Okay, so the finale as a whole, I think, I mean, we didn't recap- Like, we didn't do a podcast episode about episodes seven and eight. And I think ultimately doing that now wouldn't make sense because, you know, a lot of it is sort of figuring out who did it. And here we are. The finale has already come out. So I think we can just talk about the finale, feelings we had about the finale, thoughts we had about the finale. I was so, I was honestly really surprised. Like, I did not see, I didn't guess at any point that it was Poppy.
1: Um, I started to but only like minutes before the reveal.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah Because,
1: yeah. yeah, I texted you when they started going, because they, they were honing in on Cinda Canning and I was going to be like, okay, I, I can see how this would be revealed, But then it was just like dragging on the whole episode. Actually, um, was it in the episode right before the finale was the one that was from the point of view of Kreps? I think so. Yeah. That one sort of was laying the groundwork for It's Cindy
0: Canning. Oh, absolutely. That was what we were supposed to believe at the end of that. It was that, like, Cinda wanted the painting. She wanted, like at one point I literally thought she killed Becky like yeah where <laughs> we like find out who Becky is I was like oh, yeah she killed Becky just for the podcast <laughs> like I was sure
1: that that was where they were going with it but the same the same thing as um all the other ones that we said when it's when it's revealed too early like this one was The episode before the finale, I was like, there's no way it's her unless there's something even more involved in it being her. There's going to be some twist. I can't tell if it's okay. It's Cindy Canning, but we don't realize that this person was helping her or whatever the thing was. But I had doubts that it was going to be her just because we were led to her an episode before the finale which is kind of a bummer why you're smarter than i am (laughs) uh, i don't think so i think i think think you just just let it take me where it was going i was gonna say you predicted it was gonna be cinda so maybe i was just yeah i just wanted to be right i literally wrote in my notes i was like
0: hell yeah i knew (laughs) it i was surprised though because i still felt like it like didn't super make sense and i was waiting for them to like explain it all because i was like really that's it's that easy because when i said i thought it was cinda i like didn't believe it myself
1: that's exactly how I and I mean I made that joke to you about it being Alice and then we had all those episodes about Alice and I was like oh it's obviously not her they've already done this whole
0: oh yeah already
1: explored her too early in the season but then when they came back to her I was like no freaking way if that's the twist I'm upset and I texted you (laughs) I was like oh yeah I was like they can't be doing this it can't be her it can't be Cara Delevingne and at that point while they were doing their caradellavine thing, I was like the only other person that I could possibly see this being is Poppy. But I didn't have any other. Like I wasn't reason to think it. Yeah, yeah. It was truly just sort of like who else in this room do right. I know anything about and would? I was like, I, I mean, guess it could be Howard. Like I don't know. <laughs> right. Like they put everybody in a room that
0: we hadn't like totally ruled out yet. Like think about how mm-hmm. like Nina wasn't there. I, well I don't know if that was because like she has a baby and it like didn't mix i don't know but i thought it was like okay they've clearly only put the people in this room that like they could still sort of have doubts about like even howard's boyfriend like having sneezed Mm. that one time after we like talked about the killer being a sneezer i was like oh well maybe somehow it's gonna be him like you just didn't know but i actually did like I don't know. Some part of me liked that it was going to be Kara. And I, like I said, the episode was just taking me on its current. Like I was no critical thought was happening in my brain. I was like, Oh yeah, I was right about Cinda. And then when when they thought it was Alice, like, yeah, some part of me was like, Oh, that's kind of like annoying because we were so sure it wasn't Alice, but like sort of cheap that it's not, but yeah. But then I was like, Oh wait, this is actually so smart. Like they had us believe that it wasn't and then it was yeah. and the way they did that i was like oh my gosh it was really her like what a great finale and then i was so like well like i said i was convinced Like, i was just like letting it take me where it was but i mm-hmm. literally wrote in my notes like well i did one time also guess that it was alice so even though it's not cinda who i guessed i'm not totally wrong and i really just <laughs> wanted to i just wanted to be right
1: yeah but then poppy uh i it's fine, that's like an yeah, that's an interesting I mean it was it was a
0: nice like twist because nobody did guess it, and that's what they want, like you know they don't want to make it too yeah. obvious, but like I said, yeah. I think my problem with it is that it was almost not obvious enough, so mm. they like didn't really leave any clues throughout the season,
1: yeah, I until creps, which was leading us in the wrong direction. Like we were supposed to infer that it was Cinda, not Poppy, especially by the last shot in that episode, which was him talking about seeing like a beautiful, right. strong woman the, in the like, bar. The most bar beautiful the woman in the world or whatever. Whatever. And then we see Cinda Canning like smirking at him across the restaurant. Yeah. I and mean, that's the only episode
0: that sets up anything really that relates to but, being Poppy. Yeah.
1: But my problem with that is uh, we didn't get like – the different per- points of view episodes that we got this season, I generally liked, but if it's going to be from a point of view of a person that's committing the crime, we just got too much information. Am I totally on We didn't base really get that? any
0: information that led us to know that it was the killer.
1: No, but we were, it was definitely like this guy's in on it. We just know. Somehow we know his point of view. All of a sudden oh, you're talking like, about we're preps. getting. I thought you were talking about Poppy. I think no, that no, was sorry.
0: like purposely the penultimate episode because they wanted people to finally start putting it together because the main criticism of the season was like, there is nothing in the first like eight episodes <laughs> that actually feel like real clues. It just yeah, felt like I a, a bunch of threads that like
1: weren't being tied up at all until the end. One of the reviews of the whole season said they felt like the first six episodes were just vamping.
0: Yeah, the first six episodes just, like, didn't actually give us anything that, I mean, ultimately, like, some of it sort of ties in, but it didn't feel like they were really, like, dropping clues artfully (laughs) in a way Mm -hmm. that, like, led to the last episode. So it felt more like, you know, we got these little bits and pieces, and then episode nine really was the first time we were, like, sort of uncovering any actual things
1: that tied into into who actually did it versus just Mr. X. Can we, okay, two things. When you said artfully, I was like, oh, we need to talk about the art, the scene with Charles, et cetera. And then we also need to talk about Savage, 14 Savage, which was actually apparently 14 Sandwich. Who in their right mind would describe someone, their killer, as like 14 Sandwich? You would I just. Know. I thought that too. I wrote well, that <laughs> What but is I that? To give
0: it the benefit of the doubt? Because I was like, okay, first of all, we're pretty sure that there was no reason she would have known her name. Like we're supposed to think she's just like a person that goes to the diner a lot. And so does bunny. And so if they're like calling out orders, then they probably would just say like 14 sandwich and then poppy would have walked up. And so in her head, like that's how Bunny. But they didn't,
1: like- they were like liverwurst and whatever, you know? and then yeah. she mabel had to look at the menu i'm to see what like went.
0: sort of reaching to connect it all yeah. ultimately if she had said poppy it would have been a one episode season so like clearly they couldn't do that and i think but i think what we're actually supposed to deduce is like she didn't know her name or at least like in her dying moments which you know we don't know how mm-hmm. stressful that is, or or like what that feels like, that like all she could remember was that she ordered the fourteen sandwich, and obviously we're supposed to think it's like a weird thing because it's such a gross sandwich or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I thought the same thing. It seems like, like a stretch. diner girl. Well, and at first I was like, maybe. 14 savage could sound like or 14 Savage could sound like 14 savage, but that also sort of annoyed me, but I don't know. Right. I decided, I guess it's not that annoying because like they really set up the fact that like Mabel doesn't super clearly remember what she said or like didn't hear her perfectly well. And that's why we got this like misunderstanding. But again, it just felt like a little, a little annoying. complicated. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I agree with that, but there were, I mean, there were a couple of other things that like finally clicked. I think for the most part, this, they didn't wrap up a lot of the ends, the loose ends, tie them up, as one would say, <laughs> but they did tie up some, or at least you could sort of like deduce some loose ends being tied. So, like the phone belonging to Poppy instead of Detective Williams, mm. and she being the one that texted to them, get out of the building because she wanted to like make them look guilty by having them like flee the scene of the crime or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was sort of like a nice touch, like finally figuring that out. Mm-hmm. I thought, but then, and the one that like took me a little longer to figure out was Krebs having the picture of Charles and Lucy. And again, they like, don't explain any of this stuff. So then that was the one that like, stuck with me. Cause I was like, why did he have a, f- like a printed out picture of the two of them? I forgot about that. Yeah, Well, that was for me, like a big moment as like a sort of clue. I thought it was a clue mm-hmm. as to figuring out who the glitter man was. And then it turned out to like not be something you could ever guess like yeah even to the point where i was like wait at the end i was like why did he have this picture and then the only thing i could guess was like he was trying to find out who was in the tunnels Mm -hmm. and like because they were like a witness to who had actually committed the murder and so he was the one who was chasing her in the blackout episode to like get rid of her so he had to like figure out who she was before doing that but again like you could figure out who somebody is and not have a printed out picture in your pocket so that yeah. felt a little bit like a reach And they didn't explain it Like that's just me guessing that that's why he had that
1: Yeah there was also one part In the last couple of episodes Where they changed Lucy changed her tune And it seemed like she really like She's like I had seen the murderer or whatever Where earlier she, there, At least the shots that we saw That was not the case Yeah and I didn't know that she'd point, seen them Yeah at some point it seemed like oh no, now it's clear that Lucy saw the murderer and the mur- murderer saw Lucy. And I'm like, wait, wait, where did any of this come from? Um, yeah. But
0: yeah. I think that was what the picture was supposed to be. It was like him, like I think Krebs went back and chased Lucy during the blackout to like kill her. Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird episode. I didn't love the blackout. Um, no, me neither. Frank. I thought that one was sort of boring. I think in general, like <laughs> the problem with it- like really looking into the show this much or thinking about the show this much we're like writing notes and like so that we can make a podcast about it yeah we gotta Is stop the thinking mystery doesn't really hold <laughs> up to too much scrutiny no. i think maybe it did in the first season like i genuinely think it probably did from what i can remember of it but like i said i wasn't taking notes or talking about it yeah. to this level of detail but there's just too many things where it's like i have these questions and they didn't answer them and we could try to talk about them, but we would sort of be guessing the yeah. other one that kind of bothered me was like, Cinda is supposed to be making this podcast about Becky. Mm-hmm. It's all okay. Or it's not okay in Oklahoma or whatever it is. Um, the first season of the podcast. And we're supposed to believe she never saw a picture of Becky and was like, that's poppy. Right. Like
1: I, she the- the transformation is good, the but you didn't think, put that together. You'd think an investigative reporter would be able to <laughs> suss
0: that well, out. And then the point, I guess, is that like she's not actually doing the research herself. Like Poppy's doing it. Like that's what we're supposed to believe. They like were really hammered that hard this season. The fact that she's like not doing her job and Poppy's doing it all. So yeah. maybe, but even then, like when a true crime story gets that big, it's just on the internet. Like you'd be like on Twitter and there would be like a picture of Becky probably. Like, I just don't believe that she would have ever seen a picture and not been like,
1: I know that girl. Wait. Clarification. Did at any point prior to the big reveal by the trio, Cindy Canning know that Poppy was actually Becky? I kind of remember oh, in the last. She didn't. You're but supposed she did to believe that end. she did
0: because Poppy tells uh, Mabel that she knew, or at least she insinuates it. Because I wrote in my notes, I was like, oh. Like it's Cinda. She's the bad person. She had this mayor of Oklahoma, this Oklahoma town. Like take the fall, even though she knew it was Poppy. I don't remember if they say that or if it's just implied. But Mabel tells her, like before the scene we all see, we see with mm-hmm. everybody in that room. Like she talks to Cinda and lets her know, got that it, that Poppy right. was Becky because there's some line that Cinda has that's like that she says to Poppy that's like clear that she didn't know that Poppy had never told her.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, still must be a lot on her conscience to know that her podcast put an innocent man in jail, but maybe
0: they really do set it up like she's a horrible person without a conscience. So I like I, I don't really feel bad for her in any way. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess you're supposed to. I don't know. I don't know. The other thing that I was trying to mention sort of mentioning earlier without saying was the moment that I thought like somebody had watched a screener and been like, hey, there's this plot hole. And then they like shoved in a little scene of oh yeah, an explanation was there's no reason even okay even the premise that poppy like wanted to investigate rose cooper's disappearance and that being this like big connection back to bunny was like supposedly a coincidence and they don't really explain like why she would have been interested in rose cooper and they don't explain that connection at all and we're just supposed to like accept that which fine okay i accept they don't explain how she would know about the tunnels in the arconium yeah and because that was such a glaring like plot hole, they have this little scene where she's like laying in bed with craps and, and she's, she's like, oh my like, God, I, found, these- I yeah. found the tunnels. And he's just like, yeah, like you're the best. And I swear, <laughs> like they filmed that and added that in after somebody watched the episode. It was like, wait, this doesn't make sense because it's such a big plot hole." And it's annoying that they don't give like that would have been the perfect thing to like set up some sort of little thing in yeah. a previous episode that like maybe we didn't know what it meant or like how it connected that later connected yeah yeah very true like had she like dated the architect's son or like i don't know just something something, ran- something yeah. random yeah anything more than just oh my gosh I found out about the tunnels yeah, the people who lived there didn't <laughs> even know about the tunnels or if it was like she over overhears- yeah, i'm
1: surprised more people don't know about them I
0: know that doesn't seem right, but there's the guy who's the fan of the podcast who works in the 40, tunnels, party something like that, mm, something like that. So even if it had been like she sat next to him at the diner, like and yeah. overheard him talking about it, I mean they definitely could have done that better, and that did annoy me. I'm just being picky, but
1: yeah. no, I just I'm- didn't
0: like that that was like a scene in the like the last
1: ten minutes. Yeah, I hear you. The other so not related to the actual mystery, the painting and Charles and Rose and that whole thing. I speaking of Brett Cunning, so not even in the like I said, not even part of the mystery. But the fact that the whole reveal of the second painting underneath sort of seemed to set up Charles's father. It was sort of had to like was supposed to make him like, oh, all your father wanted to be was like a good dad. There was this very sweet moment between the two of them. And then I remembered the monologue from the first season where Charles wrote this monologue for Brazos because his dad was such a shitty person to his mom. And it was like, he was awful to my mother, like tried to make her feel small or whatever. I know this this is very silly, but I have a huge, I just like, how could they have forgotten? Why did we give them a redemption arc? Yeah. Why did we give Charles's dad a redemption arc? What yeah, did that have to do with anything? Uh, yeah.
0: It didn't have anything to do with anything. I think we're just supposed to like feel for happier like,
1: for Charles. Yeah. Just for the sake of dad. emotional resolution. It was yeah. not.
0: Mm, okay. As a person that didn't remember that from season one, admittedly, I was emotionally <laughs> resolved.
1: <laughs> I was like, I wow, hear this you is warm and fuzzy. I'm happy. Sure. I'm just saying, this is what I hate about TV and shows when they're just like, mm, positive we're going to this like big part of this character from this one season and or episode that's why i hate riverdale I just like forget everything that happened in the previous I episodes last And out of left field criticism of riverdale is not just, what i needed right now sorry
0: but you're right and it is annoying if i'd known that i probably would have felt the same way but i'm gonna choose to keep not knowing it even though you just told me because that Good. was a nice moment. <laughs> I'll let you have that. I have I one more think thing. It's, like I said, it's a sort of show where, like, you just can't, you can't do this.
1: Like, Listen, you can't be Shirley like, oh, McLean. No. Shirley McLean, Steve Martin had an excellent scene. I was like, wow, these are actors. These two, they're these, <laughs> these are, are actors. These guys are doing it. Um, one more thing that I want to say: the the episode that was voiced by Krebs. The scene where Mabel goes into the gym and they wind up sparring, like truly boxing each other. Why? Why was that yeah. a thing? That didn't make any sense to me. I don't really no
0: think reason. it worked on a comedic level or a mystery no. level. No, it did not. Then again, I just didn't really like that character at any point. Like I just could have picked like a funnier
1: actor. Why would Kreps agree to spar with her in the first place? It's no, not just like, like it, an, was, okay. it was. Okay.
0: Like, yeah, let's, let's. Well, I guess the point is like, okay, he's like a doofus. Like, he's a bad cop. He's bad at his job. Like, he's obviously like giving up too much and the things he says. Like, he says, like, oh, I know what it takes to make a great podcast. Like, yeah, that was, we're supposed to believe he's just like a dumbass who's bad at his job. But still, it doesn't really explain the boxing. Like I said, I think it was supposed to be more of a comedic thing. It
1: just didn't really work, I don't think. I didn't. Yeah, I did not get any comedy out of that. I just kept no. thinking if I were in a gym and some person I vaguely knew was like, come on, let's argue while you punch me in the hands with boxing gloves, I would just be like, what are you talking about? Please leave me alone. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> what are we doing truly, here?
0: Like, I don't even think I wrote anything down while that was happening. I was just like, what is happening? Yeah, I just wrote in some my brain. In my brain, I said that. <laughs> yeah I like forgot that it happened honestly until you mentioned it because it was weird These are things yeah. that stuck in my Just, brain hey cringy I suppose yeah if that's what you want to say
1: absolutely 100% cringy
0: <laughs> well the um, last major thing from the finale oh, yeah. would be Go the for jump forward in time well did you have anything before before we jump forward in time do you have anything before we do that no
1: to be quite frank with you Almost forgot about that. Was going to suggest we go into our superlatives, but let's oh my talk gosh, about jump my favorite part of the episode, I think, was the
0: jump forward in time. Really, the bummer about it was okay. It would have been a full like gasp moment for me that it was Paul Rudd because I love a Paul Rudd moment, and just a little, you know, Paul always cameo. Good. just yeah. always fun. But somebody on Twitter had ruined it for me like earlier that day, so I was pretty annoyed oh, about that. Because it'd be one thing to like say something about Paul Rudd joining season three, which like for some reason. News publications ran with that news like the day of the finale premiere. Everybody was running this story about how he had joined the cast of season three. And I was like, oh, that's fun. But then I saw somebody be like, oh, he was like the best part of the finale. And I was like, oh, less fun for me to know that. And it was okay because ultimately it was like two minutes long. But I thought it was a fun, a fun little cameo. My thoughts about it, other than Bobby Newport finally has a job. Are the murder is not in the building? Question mark. Like if it's gonna be season three. I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm glad they jumped a year in time because there's no chance that it was gonna be believable for it to be another, like the next day someone else died. Mm -hmm. Love to jump in time. Love that they like reference it. They're like, wow, it's been like a year without murders. Like, look at us being like normal people or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's in a theater. So how are they gonna? I'm interested to see whatever like weird meta commentary they
1: give about the fact that
0: it's not in the building
1: yeah good point i was a little like yeah it's all people and but it's not paul rudd doesn't even live in the building i was gonna say they're all still people who live well yeah i guess we don't know yeah he could he like
0: i think the next season is probably going to be obviously he dies and i don't think they're (laughs) i don't think they would have like, announced that Paul Rudd was joining season three just for him to have been in that little bit. So I assume it's There'll gonna be, be some more flashbacks. flashbacks than there were even in this season. Like Bunny got a uh episode. I do think there will be more. like i don't I don't see them doing that to Paul Rudd like just mm-hmm. one episode. Like I think it'll be more of a split timeline season, which I like. I like a good dual timeline if they do it well.
1: Yeah, it could be fresh, I, Zippy.
0: Yeah, but I don't know what to think. I like that they set it up that like, the way they Mm -hmm. set up the end of season one like Mm -hmm. Mabel looks like she killed Bunny like I like that they made it look like Charles has killed him the way they like he fights right beforehand and then he's poisoned Mm -hmm. because it's so cryptic and I like that like we know that it's not going to be Charles but like there is this inherent mystery that like makes you want to watch season three Mm -hmm. I do like that they set it up that way yeah
1: yeah I'll agree with you uh, I think it'll ultimately wonder- end up
0: being, like, not what we think because it's just going to be, like, a misdirect. He says, like, you know, yeah. don't mess with her or whatever Yeah, he says. I was going to say, I definitely want to know who her is. Like, is I know. Mabel? And then they pan to Mabel, Lucy, and Joy.
1: It's not going to yes. be.
0: I just don't think it's it, – whatever we think right now, whatever we could possibly guess mm-hmm. is not going to be right because that would be too easy. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm glad he's there. I'm excited for season three. I think that was a good little – I really, I really enjoyed that last little minute. Also synagogue just Dress. Oh my gosh. I loved it. Don't
1: remember it. I'll have to look it up after this.
0: It was just so pretty. It was great. All right. Let's do superlative time. Excellent. And I think we could just do superlative. actually have one them. for like all four episodes. Like we don't yes. need to do one per
1: episode. No, no, no. All right. But so I wrote the them down four, this time. Very Are you proud. proud of me? Thank you.
0: So proud. Okay. Let's start with funniest moment or funniest quote
1: whichever you go first Uh, funniest moment. And I feel like this is not expected, but you could tell me otherwise I did laugh out loud. One of the only moments that I laughed out loud and then laughed again, thinking about it while it was still happening was the slow motion part. Uh, wait. <laughs> yeah. i loved that too why was that so funny i don't know but it was it, it felt like the perfect steve martin martin short and then yeah. selena gomez was like what is the like happening? over the
0: top like even the fact that they had set that up as like oh she's she has a phobia right slow-mo. i forgot she- for
1: a second but then like, i was like
0: oh yeah i remembered it because i was like oh like that that in itself I thought was like sort of funny. Like they were saying she like yeah. got sick and like threw up at like a gay, like a sports game. A sports yeah. game. Just a big sports game fan. <laughs> um, but like it made me laugh. And then, but then actually having them do that, yeah. I I
1: really I laughed out loud. Yeah, that might be my funniest moment.
0: How about you? That's a good one. I had a, that was definitely one of them. I truly laughed out loud. I had a another one from that episode where Harold is just starts singing Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> and the setup for it is so perfect because they were like asking everybody what their acting experience was. And what did he say? He was like in Joseph as like a high schooler or something. Yeah. Like something so not what they were looking for, but like he was so proud of him so Like, well, I was in Joseph in the technical dream coat. <laughs> and then the return later, like 20 minutes later in the episode, to him just randomly singing a song <laughs> that I knew was from Joseph. Cause there were layers to it, right? Like you would have had to like know that was a song from Joseph. You yeah. would have had to like remember that he said that earlier. Like it went right over Matt's head. Because I, I think when he said he was in Joseph, like that didn't mean anything to him. So then him randomly Got singing it. a song that Matt had never heard, like, you know, it was just like a nothing moment for him. And I laughed so hard at the outburst. Yeah, that was really good. That was when I also like just the fact that Harold is not a murderer and just is this like eccentric, weird dude that makes me <laughs> laugh is great. Like, one of my
1: favorite characters, probably. For sure. I, um, yeah, I was going to say, <sighs> I'll put this as a, as a runner up for funniest moment. Um, also Howard, I, the line between him and what's the guy's name? Jonathan. I know. I just keep calling him his boyfriend. I think it's Jonathan. Yeah. So the, when they're having their blackout moment and Howard says, I'm a librarian and Jonathan goes, shut up. He goes, that's our slogan. (laughs) I, was I like, also that's wrote that down. Very cute. <laughs> I- it was the like immediacy too of it. Like just yeah.
0: the the what's the word?
1: The yeah, the timing. The timing. <laughs> just oh my timing. god. Just yeah.
0: want- <laughs> that's the only word I was looking for. Just the timing of him immediately going, that's
1: our slogan. Like without Mr. Gavita. I was like, oh, yes. That was like, actually really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was I was like good one writers. I like gave them a little check mark check plus. It was good writing.
0: I know I feel like a lot of the humor in this show tends to be more straightforward and less like quippy or less like witty. Yeah. Just or I guess I should say less witty because it's like quippy but it's usually more obvious, you know. Yeah. Sort of like gags. gags. And some of them and work and some com- of them don't. Work yeah. for me at least. And yeah, obviously yeah, everybody finds like different things funny. But so the one that I was like really shocked that I like was laughing so hard at the more like common sort of gag was Oliver not being able to carry all the dips up like acting like he was like about to drop dead. Oh.
1: I when he was like carrying that.
0: the dips of 12. I was so annoyed. Wait, I don't know why I thought it was so funny. This is I think it was just Martin Short's dedication to, <laughs> to it and the dra- the dramatic flair of that character. I was like, this combo is just like killing it for me right now. Like I could laugh all day at Martin Short pretending like he can't walk up 12 flights of stairs.
1: I don't know what maybe I was in a bad mood that day, but I was in not having it. I was like, this guy needs to get his shit together. <laughs> I was like, just go faster. Like, what are you doing? I feel that
0: way with a lot of the gags, which is why I was like, why am I laughing so hard at this? Like, it was just a very obvious joke, but yeah, I don't know. I liked that.
1: The second one we have is moment that made you smile, which I think is sort of just a continuation of. (laughs)
0: Well, no, it wasn't supposed to be like a moment that made you
1: laugh. It's supposed to be like a heartwarming moment. I guess we could have called it
0: most heartwarming moment. Mm. Most like moment that, like, you just feel joy. Oh, I was gonna say, I listened to moment joy. that made me smirk. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Mine was literally when we jumped to forward, forward a year and Charles was still with joy. Oh, I was yeah. beaming. I was like, number one, just really happy for Charles, but way more than that, I was like, thank God that they brought <laughs> Andrea Martin back because in episode 10, I like, literally wrote in my notes, where is Andrea Martin? It blows my mind that she had like 10 seconds in this whole season. Like, why would they bring her in just to have her in there for like two seconds? And then to see them like get together and go on a date in episode 10. And then to see that they're together a year later. And obviously she's going to be in the third season. I was just beaming. I love her.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah. My answer to this was a moment that made me smirk, which was another Howard moment. Wow. I really am just like heavy on the Howard. This like Howard around. The quote, Have any double D's that I could borrow? that he was rehearsing to try to ask Jonathan. <laughs> and he just kept going, Have any, any double D's that I can borrow? And I just kept smirking. Like it wasn't like a full out laugh, but I was like, This is good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> that's I, fair. This is funny. Definitely
0: yeah. a more of a funny moment than a heartwarming moment. But that's on me. I didn't explain the surprise correctly. Moment that made you gasp. Moment that made you gasp. Charles. <laughs> being stabbed <laughs> I straight up. Like, like I, okay. Like I said earlier, the episode was just taking me. I was going where it was going. I thought it was dead. I straight up was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. How did they kill him? Oh my God. He's really dead. He's really dead. He's not going to come
1: back. Like I was shook. Yeah. I sometimes feel like I don't let myself enjoy things. <laughs>
0: because- I do. I very much feel that way. Thank you for admitting it. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I was like this whole show. I was like, there's no way he's dead. Like, this is silly. You just have to let it take you. I had more fun that way. Yeah. I believe
0: you. I mean, to be fair, I kept thinking, oh, he's not dead. And then it was only when they like covered him in a bag or whatever with a covered him with a blanket where I was like, I'm sorry, is he dead? Like I had that moment of like, that's when I gasped. It wasn't when she stabbed him. Well, I had the like, him, I'm sorry, what's happening
1: <laughs> because they covered him, but then didn't talk about it. They weren't like, oh my God, I can't believe he's I know. dead. It okay, was just like, yeah,
0: I wasn't thinking clearly at all. I um, was, yeah, I wasn't using full brain capacity. And I think that's the way to go about it. Half
1: brain capacity. For Don't function at a
0: <laughs> I do think so. Uh, runner up for gasp yeah. moment was not my own gasp, but, but we watched, Matt and I watched episodes seven and eight with Matt's mom. Mm. and, and she's been watching it. So she like knew what was going on. But when in episode eight, when you see the little glitter on Krupp's collar and you like see Mabel, see the glitter on his Mm -hmm. collar. I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like I must have been using hundred percent brain capacity because I wasn't letting it take me. I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, fine." But Sue gasped, like <laughs> audible gasp, like a loud gasp, and I—it just made me laugh
1: so much because I was like,
0: "I don't remember the last time I heard somebody like just gasped like that for real." Because I think when I say I gasp, I'm just sort of like You're not like, actually Whoa. making a sound, yeah.
1: anyways. It made me no, laugh. Yeah, that's pretty good. I gasped in not ugh, see. I'm just. I'm not this is I'm a not hater feeding the assignment. No, I'm not a hater. I yes, gasped <laughs> at how freaking cute Sevelin the cat was. Oh, you would. So cute. I did that. Didn't even
0: register to me. I cannot <sighs> picture that cat.
1: I was like, kitty cat. Of course. And then I just couldn't stop thinking about them. Like. A lot of
0: cat friends. Maybe just two. But anyways, I literally don't even remember seeing the cat.
1: Oh, he was trying to feed her and she was so small. Do you feel have so a- small? A surprise gasp moment
0: in mind no. or no? No.
1: Okay. I again, like I said, it's I Jenny was. Jenny the hater, really...
0: overthinking it.
1: I'm not trying... letting it take her. Like when would I have gasped When the painting was revealed to the other no. Uh...
0: uh to be fair, there's lots of gasp moments. Yeah. You're just treating it too seriously. I'm just dead inside. You just kind of gotta... mm, yeah, probably. All right. Moment that you most doubted your own detective skills
1: I had a few of these actually I think I have to say when I for a split second thought that it was in fact Cara Delevingne and I was like everything I was like I said that as a joke I really hope this isn't true but then I was like maybe I just missed something you know maybe there's something that they're about to explain that I totally just it went over my head but then no
0: it didn't Had they? Done something different with episode nine. It easily could have gone that way. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, like there just weren't enough clues throughout, yeah, for it to clearly line up to one person. But that's why the finale worked is because you could sort of believe it at every like you could sort of believe Ke- Cinda and then you could sort of believe Alice. That's why it worked so well. So I, yes, I, I sort of doubted my detective skills when it turns out I was wrong all along, and I actually had no <laughs> clue. But the moment that I wrote down for this was a little bit different. I, when Oliver told Will that he was his dad, even though it said it was 50% Greek for that whole episode, I was like, wow, really Oliver's Greek. Like, I just believed him. I didn't, I did not doubt him. I was like, wow, I can't wait for them to tell us how Oliver's actually been Greek this whole time. Like just a, just a true dumbass over here. I was just like, wow, this is like great that he's his dad. I wonder how it turned out that he was Greek this whole time. Yeah so that was when I really doubted I don't know if I should say detective skills or just like you know what guys I'm just looking for I'm just looking for a happy ending I just want everything to be happy I was like I'm so glad that he's his dad like I feel so happy so I just trusted it speaking of Um, that I do think it was like pretty wild that he was Oliver sits next to Teddy and like has a conversation with him in episode I think it's 10. Nine or 10 just like chats with him, and, like converses with him after fighting with him, sure. But like after fighting with him, they then just like chat. How are there's you gonna chilling. sit next to the person and just like talk and like hang out with the person that like mm, how to is not crudely put, yeah, that's the way to do it. Is, is the father <laughs> of your child with your wife?
1: There are a I just lot feel like there would be a lot more animosity. Leaps. I'm gonna say there's a lot of emotional leaps that happen in the show that do not seem very realistic. Yeah. That, that and awkward. Mabel being friends with Theo in the
0: end, like forgiving Theo in the end, I, that was the other one where I was like, would I forgive Theo? Like, yeah, he says he like, doesn't know if she like fell or he pushed her, but like, yeah, that's truly really traumatic to witness that. And you're just going to be yeah. like, okay, Theo, you're a good person. Uh, even though you like didn't speak up and you put my friend slash ex-boyfriend in jail. I just, and that's actually arguably worse than the Questionable death, if it really is questionable, that he like went out of his way to throw Oliver in jail instead. I'm just like, I just don't believe this friendship
1: right now. Yep. Yeah, I have nothing to add. Agreed. <laughs> yeah,
0: that one was a bummer. All right, favorite uh, episode of season two remains Bunny's last day. Yeah, that was a good one. What about you? It was nice to. See. I think I wish I. That they had more flashbacks, even if it had been like in the last episode, if they had done more flashbacks, mm-hmm. like towards like showing us, obviously yeah. I would have liked that. But even just more throughout, like more Bunny. Kind of a bummer that it turned out to be a motiveless crime. Like right. Bunny died for no reason. Yeah, that kind I don't of sucks. Knows. Yeah, it's not my favorite. My answer sucks. Popping- I wrote finale because. <laughs> I mean, that's to be okay. fair, it really was like, I had so much fun watching the finale and maybe it was because I sort of turned my brain off and just yeah took it, let it take me, but I really bad. liked it. I enjoyed it so much. Nice. I had a lot of, a lot of laughs and a lot of like, oh my gosh, moments. So it was fun. <laughs>
1: I think mean, that's good. I feel like, yeah, you definitely enjoyed it more than I did, which. Shocking I wish- to I wish everyone I involved. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Someday I will
0: like a thing. Everybody looks is still you. here. Like, why did Jenny even watch the show? But
1: because just asked me to,
0: um,
1: <laughs> and because Carter likes it, I gotta, yeah,
0: that's fair. You need some shows to watch together. Mm-hmm. All right. Character that you want to get more screen time in the next season.
1: I think our answer is the same joy i kind of thought you were gonna put harold but yes oh well i mean i feel like harold got a lot of screen time in this in this season
0: yeah definitely joy i think i hope that's everybody's answer she is just a delight
1: a joy if you will
0: i i won't okay thank you though i am excited for paul Rudd to be in it too though i think i said that before but other than that it got like ruined for me that he was in this episode i was delighted to see him
1: He could very well be another staying slash Amy Schumer. Uh, It's a possibility. Like one episode and then gone.
0: No, I guess you're right. Because they probably like did big announcements for those people too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, oh, they're joining the cast. Yeah. Okay. You could be right. I mean, even if we just get one flashback episode, like that's fine. Yeah. I don't know why that made me convinced that he was going to be in a bunch of it, but I guess because it just seems more like his thing. Like it's a comedy. Yeah. He seems like he fits in well with the like martin short steve martin like vibe yeah, their whole ensemble. so i was thinking like he would have more but no you could be right especially because he dies it could just be like one episode but i guess we'll see i yeah. for one hope we don't get as many other random cameos next season because i don't think they need them or okay. at least i don't know i am i guess in the end still just annoyed that it was amy schumer but
1: whatever i'm a hater too <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she didn't show up any other time. Uh, I know that was uh, that was even interesting, though she honestly. was, a, she was very dead set on making uh, an adaptation of the.
0: And it was like weird. She was like History. into
1: Charles. Like but then they don't really. talk about was, it at all. Like she was just trying well, to get into the headspace of uh, the killer Jan. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jan.
0: So maybe maybe that comes back because yeah. then also they didn't really do anything with the Jan plot in this season like they sort of seemed like they were about to and then they didn't do much with it so maybe she'll be back yeah that's kind of odd but anyways I guess we won't know yeah. until next season that maybe we will or won't talk about on our <laughs> podcast leading towards potentially not we'll it does see. seem like it was more fun to watch it when I wasn't dissecting it yeah. it just might not be one of those shows that you should sort of you shouldn't rake through it with a fine-tooth comb as they yeah
1: say or don't say i'm gonna make that idiom up we need to watch a show that we both really love it would be hard because i was gonna say i feel like mostly what people do well this is also people who are in the shows themselves but it's a really below like i'm thinking like your west wing weeklies where they really yeah. love the majority of the episodes and they really love the show. And there may be some where they're like, mm, I think they could have, like, they're more critical about ways they could have done things or whatever. But for the most part, it's just sort of like, you know, dissecting the things they really loved. But it's hard to know if there's a show that will fit that bill for both of us.
0: I know. I think when it out. comes
1: down to it, it is interesting that we
0: have ever really bonded over TV when I can't think <laughs> of like a single TV show that we both love. Do you not uh, like Wing? No, I do like West Wing. I'm going to say other than West Wing and Gilmore Girls, which were Uh, like the shows we liked in high school.
1: Lois and Clark,
0: a classic. okay. Let's name all the shows we watched (laughs) together in high school. Yes. Firefly. Firefly. Hacks. Oh, true. To be fair, I am loving Hacks. So good. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, they do a, a
1: third season of, oh, Fleabag was good. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're naming more. It's just a specific genre. We have a specific overlap. And then we have some, we're a Venn diagram, you know, we I got our, is. well, yeah. I think Anyways. it's less fun when both people love it, but I could be wrong. I like dissent. I would love to one, at one point do either a podcast or some or newsletter thing where I watch something that you've seen all of already that you really like and yeah. vice versa.
0: Well, you wanted like, to do that with Buffy, right? Cause I've never seen Buffy.
1: Buffy or Veronica Mars. Have you seen Veronica Mars? Nope. Just like any of those, which I are my ride or dies.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Well, to our again, 10 or so listeners, let us know if there's a show that you would be interested in us watching because that could be fun. A new watch for both of us of like an old show that like people like, but we haven't watched yet.
1: Yeah, let us know. Write to us at uh what where can they reach us? I don't know, DM one of our our email.
0: Well, okay, we do have an email address. At least one sure. of us checks it. It's in, on, it's in the show notes, or you can DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Sweet. Cool. Well, I think that's it. So thanks for listening. And make sure to check out our newsletter. You can find that at dbltake.substack.com. That comes out weekly. And we will be back next week with a podcast episode about a different else. show.
1: We will <laughs> see. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right. I will talk to you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.